0: Welcome to Little Rockers Radio. With Father's Day fast approaching, I thought it would be a great idea to find out more about the important role dads play. We always talk about mums and the role that we play, but let's focus today's interview on dads. So to find out more, we're talking to Maggie Dent. She's an author, educator, and very well-known parenting and resilience specialist with a particular interest in the early years and adolescence. Welcome, Maggie. How are you?
1: I'm really good. Lovely to be here.
0: Now, the role of parenting and of dads obviously changes as our children grow. Can you tell us a little bit about the important role dad plays when our children are first born and then in their first few years of life?
1: Absolutely. And it's a fabulous time to be a dad. The social norms around fathering have have softened so beautifully that, um, you know, it is one of the best things I'm witnessing is um, the massive engagements of daddy so um, you know we're only about 40 years away where it was really men could be mocked um, looking after their children because I felt it was still really you know women only could do that work. So now the very first part is that journey in in you know the, the, the baby has appeared and we know that uh, the more strongly attached that a baby is to the significant caregivers as soon as possible the better. So, you know, nowadays it's it's equally as important, you know, in terms of that for our daddies to be there as well because it doesn't matter how well-intentioned we are, especially if we're a breastfeeding mummy, which means it's a little bit more difficult for daddy to take over some night feeds or things. And the more closely that daddy has had that baby on his skin and has spoken to them, then the more easy it is if, you know, things get really tough. We've we've got a shared kind of thing going on there because the baby's comfortable with both co-parents. So um, that's beautiful and I, uh, like I said, I hear the most wonderful stories everywhere of, of um, the new team approach to parenting. Essentially it does start um, in that you know, early, early stages um, and then it simply is about how do we keep those connections happening you know, as our children grow.
0: Now, dads play an important yet obviously very different role for the, both son and daughter as they hit, especially their school years and into their tweens. Can you tell us a little bit about this and how dad's role varies for both boys and girls?
1: Yeah, and let me. Uh, this is a really important um, <clears throat> conversation to have because obviously I'm a boy champion. I spend a lot of time helping mums understand boys and dads also be the dad they want to be. Um, but we know the research is incredibly strong around the importance of having a warm and connected relationship with your father. Now, I was really blessed to have that. Um, And but they actually really believe that if you have that warm, safe, loving connection with your dad, that can be a bit silly and ridiculous as well. As a girl, you will menstruate later. You become sexually active later. You actually have more what we call authentic self-esteem and a sense of security in your identity and also in mixed workplace environments, you, you work equally as well with men and women. Now, there are enormous advantages. So, you know, when I'm working at the, you know, the boy, boy Coal front I keep saying to the dads, now remember, you really do matter. So it's about us being able to teach them how to be the dad they want to be. What does that look like, and and how does it transform as a you know particularly as we head into into puberty? And I know a lot of dads tell me in my dads only workshops that they find that transition particularly difficult. Mm. Um, girls sometimes uh, again change what they want their daddy to be like, and um, I need dads to ask you know our girls as they go into puberty, what is okay? Can I still do this and this and this because. Really loving dads have stepped back so they don't touch their daughter inappropriately as they are becoming you know definitely developing breasts because they don't want to do the wrong thing. Mm. and yet i've had little I've had teenage girls crying in my counseling room because my daddy just disappeared when I became a teenager. So we have to have the conversation that tell me what's the way to do this, because we want to keep that relationship there. Now with boys, we always know, you know, essentially the more warm our relationships are with both parents, the better chance it gives us. But there's no perfect world. But the transition into manhood is a really tricky one because, um, as you know, with some of the brain changes and the hormonal shifts and the, you know, neurochemical brain patterning changes, boys can be really irritating and stupid early in adolescence. And dads can get really angry because they've forgotten they were like that too. Sometimes we find our dad's getting really frustrated because they want them to grow up and act sensibly when they've forgotten there's a window there that it's kind of pretty difficult for them. They need that little bit more of brain development for them to make better choices. So reminding them not to just get angry, but to take quiet moments and stay connected to their sons and maybe have a conversation a lot later about what why that choice wasn't a really good choice. And I'd like you to you know keep that in mind rather than growling, shouting or, you know, threatening, which is what some dads will do when they get really frustrated.
0: The list that you mentioned there and the benefit for girls, I have never read any of those sorts of um, reasons. That is astounding.
1: Yes, yes. So this is um, first came from some of the work with Dr. Bruce Robinson, who's written a book about fathering our daughters. And he <coughs> he first started to realise, he's a urologist, that when he worked with men who are about to die from some, you know, serious cancer or something... He said one of the things he saw was how many times a man expressed his disappointment because he didn't think he'd been a very good dad to his daughter because he kind of gets boys but we can be a little bit more complex and confusing and they're not sure do they want us to be their protector and guardian or do they want us, to, you know, and there are times that, you know, the differences between gender communication styles um, can get really complicated. And so kind of, you know, if, if once again, it's helping understand the gender that I am I am not. So knowing the importance of it, it seems to be easy to be the fabulous dad of a little girl when you're a little bit um, younger. Mm. But as soon as, you know, our, those sorts of strong feelings come out and, you know, what can look like overreacting, which in adolescence isn't, it's actually responding to a highly active limbic system in the brain. Um, they can also get frustrated at that, going, "Gosh, cooler! What are you doing? Stop being a drama queen!" Mm. Without understanding that that's also at a similar time frame to our boys being a bit silly. Mm. So when dads understand it, I notice a massive shift, and I'm absolutely loving. I run dads only seminars all over Australia, and the dads just get blown away with a whole new way of acing behaviour <clears throat> as not being naughty as being kind of developmentally. Um, appropriate for that time, same as tantrums early. They sometimes feel they're failing as a dad if a tantrum happens mm. or if the toddler didn't sleep. Um, it's like, oh, God, I've let everyone down and I must have done something wrong. And so we don't always see that side about dads. Um, and so, uh, you know, that's my message my out there is that parenting can be a challenge to both mums and dads and anyone who's, you know, co-parenting children. But we need to know that dads can take it quite personally and feel like they've let down the whole family, not just had a bad moment. So it's really good with the new information out. And what's wonderful, I'm thinking, I know I've got lots of dads who, who watch my short YouTube video clips about you know all sorts of things because it's short, straight to the point. I don't say too much and it gives often an idea on what they can do because quite often they get told what not to do and sometimes they need a few suggestions on tell me what I can do.
0: You mentioned there a little bit about how uh, no two families are the same and they're not, I mean, over the years we all know they've changed considerably from the nuclear family, single mum, single dad, two mums, two dads, stepmums and stepdads. Uh, I wanted to just explore a little bit what role stepdads play and how they navigate what can be a really difficult situation to find a role that fits within the family. What advice do you have?
1: Well, I think it's... um... You know it is, and I'm actually. Uh, I have a my boys have a stepdad and a real dad, so I've walked this journey myself. Um, and it was really important early on for um, to reassure the boys' um, dad that you know my new partner was not their dad. He was going to be a stepdad, and that isn't you know. So his was always the default to primary role, and we both respected that really deeply. It's not always easy because sometimes um, the reason the relationship broke down is to do with some things that uh, concern us around the safety of our children with a father. So those rules are a little bit different to ones where we're merging families, which is really common nowadays. I think it's having a very clear family meetings about expectations. So again, it's actually working out what works for this family and in this home with these children and these parents at this point in time. And also how do we transition our children from house to house to keeping some sort of consistency? Definitely. It definitely can work. And and I every now and then meet um, grown-ups who absolutely adore their stepdad because he was able to be the loving father figure that their own dad wasn't able to be. So again, you've got to work at it early on that you don't just walk in there and become the new master of the ship because technically that that can cause some enormous conflict. But if you work with the mother to create the, the new boundaries and, and expectations that you know, um, we know that step-dads can do amazing jobs.
0: And what about, I guess, the flip side of the coin? What advice do you have for single mums who are raising children without perhaps a biological father or a father figure present? What advice do you have for them in terms of, uh, you know, having a male role model in their children's lives?
1: Yeah, and I think you need to refer back to Steve Bedoff because Steve writes a whole chapter in you know his book that's been around for years and just recently updated and said solo mums can raise amazing, amazing men. And the bottom line to it underneath it is we, we know from research that a child needs one significant, strongly attached, responsible, caring adult and they can turn out okay. And they have to hold on to that, that they need to be that person. And in that transition at different times, what I've done in my research as a you know, counselor and a teacher over a number of years is I know that boys not only watch other men on how to become a good man, they watch significant women in their lives as well. And they're looking at sort of attributes and emotional choices and how they behave. Um, so in actual fact, they they're really a lot more almost mindful of how they want to be, and so we can influence them enormously in our um, journey to manhood with really great school environments that give them opportunities to develop um, caring relationships with other significant adults, which I call lighthouses. So sometimes that will be a teacher that doesn't even realise they've become a, a lighthouse, and that this particular boy is finding he's he's seeing, you know, that shaping that would normally happen in a home with a good dad. So again, we've got to also recognize that, um, you know, there are so many good men around. So often in circles of um, girlfriends or sisters, and you know, parenting sisters, um, we say, look, if you've got some dads um, and you've got some mums without them, well, we need to let them know how important it is for them to sometimes step up and be the other, the father figure for those kids. And I know when we give those ideas to good dads, they often absolutely run with it pick up the boy, you know, take him footy, have a word to them. You know, if mum's a bit worried, have those quiet chats. And they just need to let, you know, let us know you're part of this group where we all care about all our kids. And so you already are that figure, but every now and then, can you have a, a bit of one-on-one time? Can you go fishing? Can you pick him up from footy and have a chat? You know, so we know we can do it. Um, again, it's the more that we are exposed to loving, caring human beings, the, you know, essentially the better we're going to turn out.
0: Yeah, and there's so much information today. We have only just scratched the surface. Now, you mentioned your own, your dad's only seminars. For anyone who's listening who wants to find out about the seminars or find out any more information about what you offer, where can they go?
1: Yeah, if they head to my um, com website, you'll find I have a, a little link that says events, which uh, quite often says where I'm coming around in Australia at any point or even overseas this year. And of course, you can actually uh, make an approach if you've got a community that might benefit from that. We're also, we've already done one dad's webinar online. We actually have 150 dads come to that online. So again, we're trying to be more accessible to the dads looking for questions and answers. But the other one is a lot of them can, um, once again, read the articles that I have that are quite short sometimes on my on my page. But one other message I'd love to have, uh, if you have a, you know, a female partner in your life and she sends you or she... She she tagged, posts you in on it something she wants you to read. Just please read it because what she's doing is just trying to give you a tiny suggestion on something that might help, uh, without having to sort of say to you, "Can you do this?" Because you know nobody likes being criticised and made to feel they're not good enough. But sometimes in one of those, you'll get an idea that means you'll become once again an even better dad. Um, but also it shows you're really committed to. So, for the journey of uh, team parenting with whoever you've had your children with. And make sure you put some funny stuff in because that always helps. I think we have got to remember there's some great online things and um, a couple of my favorite Facebook pages for dads are the how-to dad and the dad mum. They just... Uh, you know, one's a Kiwi dad and he's as funny as heck and I think sometimes having a good laugh at some of the things that dads need to see other dads have done, it normalises you know, this whole parenting journey and every now and then, you know, hearing the truth from another dad, um, you know, it's great, it's really good. We need to hear those stories, not just from women but from dads. So, you know that there are times now that I hear uh, dads meet for coffee or beer or something and they actually talk about their children and their parenting, um, which never happened before. So we've got We're in a really great space as we head forward. It's one of the good things that is happening around, um, you know, the changing norms of of society. So to all awesome dads out there, just keep at it. We really really need you covering our back, but also our kids uh, can have a much better opportunity to shine if they've got a supporting, loving dad, even if he does sometimes do really embarrassing things.
0: (laughs) Thank you so much for joining us today, Maggie. I'll have all of those links on our website as well, but just to reconfirm, www.maggiedent.com. I'll have all of the links on our website at littlerockersradio.com.au. Thanks again, Maggie, for joining us today.
1: My absolute pleasure. Take care.